What's up, world? This is We Need a Fit. This your man, Mo. I'm a man in hell in the building. That little melancholy day, it feels like, man. We all wearing black. Got my man, P, on the line. Yeah, all black for Arizona, Purdue. Who else? Uh, it's my deep run. Memphis. Don't forget Texas A&M. Um, oh, is that forget Virginia? Virginia. And we don't want to leave the ladies out. Don't forget North Carolina State. Wolf that. Oh, and, and and just to throw a, a little curveball out there, let y'all know we we watching everything. Spencer Lee, he lost two yesterday in the semifinals uh, against. <laughs> but fellas, let's get get to the to the to the real story here. March Madness has begun. I don't know about you guys, but I know for me personally, this has been one of the craziest tournaments I've, I've viewed um, personally. Um, this is truly March Madness. You have a whole bunch of upsets. Um, some teams that didn't perform up to expectations. Some teams playing beyond expectations. What are your thoughts on the first, first round of the NCAA men's tournament? Um, highly unpredictable, very entertaining. Um, watch Madness. I guess the true definition of it. I think that's the reason why we always watched it, even as kids growing up and loving the sport and playing it, you know, like we did. I, I think I find it always intriguing that Memphis losing last night kill the final perfect ballot who out there had this how, how is this done was this a computer was this you know like johnny five who had a perfect ballot up to memphis yeah yeah no to echo no just to echo what hill said man it's just it's one of the most exciting it takes you back to when you was a kid you first started watching the ncaa you know what i mean um personally i haven't watched the tournament like in a good three four years not seriously you know i'll, I'll go in and out or whatever but this year casually, I watched, yeah. I can't, yeah, I casually watched the, the regular season, but not really. But the conference tournaments I was in, so I was like, I was planning to, you know, really watch the tournament this year. And I found out I know nothing about college basketball. Because <laughs> I tried. I, I think <laughs> none of us do. I, I think <laughs> as a whole, the world, the world doesn't. And I think that's, that's what makes it such a level playing ground for everyone to, to jump in. You got casual, I mean, I, I casual um, co-workers who I never thought watch any basketball and come to find out they don't. And they, they probably but, get as good as you. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, oh no, us, us, everyone, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, and yeah, they're yeah. So are better than mine, and they get that enjoyment. I think everything fits in to, 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 to coincide, I guess, with St. Patrick's Day, with celebrations. It's just mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. whole feel and the 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 the, 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 the libations flowing. The Patty say, like I said before, and the games just seem to intertwine. It's just like a perfect mesh of celebration, and it was it's it's been fun to watch bars and households and everything that matters. So it's, it's it's a great time of year. Absolutely. One of one of the things that always strikes me is just being able to see the the, the beginning journeys of future NBA stars, you know, or, or future NBA talent even if it's not a starter or something like that. But I think 
I would be remiss in not mentioning all the upsets this tournament has produced thus far in this first round. Um, I want to start off with the biggest one thus far that happened last night that's really fresh in my memory, that Purdue loss. Who saw that coming? And I guess when you really do your homework on Purdue and how they've been performing in the tournament the last couple of years, it shouldn't be surprising because they've lost at least three times to double-digit seeds in the tournament in the past. But this really threw me for a whammy here. It totally destroyed my bracket. Um, what about you guys? How did did you see the Purdue game? Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> no, I, I think that 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 East region, Purdue, and we'll get to it. Purdue and Memphis going down that killed <laughs> that killed everybody. You know what I mean? Because pretty much everybody had one or the other, mm-hmm. uh, reaching this reaching a Sweet Sixteen. Right. Um, and you, you said uh, the biggest upset thus far. That's pretty much the biggest upset of all time. And I don't think oh, it will be top. Yeah. It it won't be topped in this tournament because you know that's it. A sixteen beat a one. Like you really can't get any bigger. I, than see, you. I was trying to, I I was, I was trying to soften the blow. But since you want to want to throw throw Purdue under the bus, let's really talk about it. That team shouldn't even been in the tournament. That team lost their conference championship, and the only reason why they were in the tournament is because the conference champions were transferring to Division One, and the NCAA has a archaic rule that says that any school that's transferring to the D- Division One um, must sit out the NCAA tournament for at least four years um, during that transfer period. So in all actuality, FDU is the 17th seed, if you want to be really technical about it. FDU is ranked, I think they have a real ranking of uh, 257 in the NCAA. Like, this is beyond, like, like you said, this is historic. And I don't know what you do at Purdue because I doubt um, you're going to have Eddie there. uh, I think he's going into the draft. Um, When do you start talking about the coach? Because I believe this gentleman has been there for all four of these upsets. The, the three previous upsets where they lost the double-digit seeds and this historic upset. Do we start talking about, hey, this coach's um, ability to, to to coach in a big, big-time time, uh, arenas or yeah. during the spotlight? Yeah, even in his press conference, he said that, you know, he, he expects that to come. And that's good because it is it is going to <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, I think relatively speaking, I think his job security is he's he's, he's okay because it because it's Purdue. You know what I mean? Because I don't think the expectations are as high now. If this was a Kentucky, a blue bug, Kentucky, North Carolina, Duke, UCLA, Kansas, then I would be a little bit more worried for his job security. But, but Purdue, if I'm wrong. But correct me if I'm wrong, Pete. Weren't they the number one overall seed? No, 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 no. They, I think it's like either no, Houston, Houston or Alabama, maybe. Alabama. Okay, okay. 
Okay. But either, right. but either, but either way, corrected. I don't think that lessens the blow. Like this was, like I said, this is historically bad on his part. I, I thought it was like bad coaching. You know what I mean? Like I, he, the tallest they player never on the team, the tallest player on the other team is six six. You have the best big man in the nation by far. And he did not score. He didn't get a field goal. Not okay. Not even score. He didn't get a field goal attempt in the last nine minutes of the game. That's coaching. That, that that's bad. so. I, I'm not saying I'm not trying to excuse the bad coaching because I think it was horrendous, which is crazy because I watched him all season. He did a good job. I don't know what happened last night, but I think that the fact that it's Purdue, they won't be so quick to pull the trigger and get rid of him. Yeah, and on top of that, you got to think. Um... To get Eddie, to get Jaden Ivey uh, to his school, that means at least step one, he is, uh, uh, you know, productive. And that's that's recruiting. That's the main thing. Yeah. Okay. And having it being, you know, put to paper and then executed in the tournament, that's another thing. I think he has some leeway down the road, but not much. He has a few years to start, you know, but, but like for the simple fact of getting these kids in these programs and, and, and getting eyes on the program, um, I think uh, Matt Payne will be fine for a while. I mean, that, that plays a part. I mean, we've, se we've seen this with John Calipari, you know, rotating, you know, really good players to great players later into his program and and, and not correlating to championships. But the main thing is, it's a mill, it's a factory. You know what I mean? You're, you're, you're being able to bring these big players to a Midwest school. It says quite a bit. So it's it's... It's not as surprising to me. I, I I really was itching on getting them knocked out the first round. I didn't want to pull it, but I definitely had them knocked out the second round. Mm. But it's their, it's their style of play. You know what I mean? I, I I I think he didn't get too many touches, but I think Eddie's um, style of play is not, to me, tournament friendly. You know, it's regular season friendly. Yeah. Uh, I like the way teams make pretty much scheme on really the really good teams, the lower echelon teams, would be due to the fact of their restrictions with height and sometimes talent. You know, sometimes they'll hold the ball and some they'll make every possession crucial. And that's what you see with the uber talented teams feel like they have more possessions and take it for granted. Um and I and I thought the latter, well, excuse me, I thought the, the first statement meant true with um, Purdue. I I just didn't think they were that great, but they were a really good regular season team in which the way they played, it was able to draw things out. When rubber hit the road, I didn't, I, it just didn't seem like they were it. I mean. Yeah, I think um, those freshman guards that they have in Purdue kind of got exposed. Um, they weren't able to adjust to what FDU, the pressure FDU was um, bringing. Uh, I think at times, they the moment was too big for them, and it showed. Um, you had numerous instances where the guards, um, their wing players, were, weren't taking open shots or missing open shots, wide open shots, where, hey, nobody was closing out. Um, at one point, FDU was daring them to shoot, you know, jumpers um, and sitting in Eddie's lap. Uh, and 
for some reason or another, Purdue was not able to take advantage of those opportunities. Um, I think they shot 19% from three-point range, um, 38% overall, I think, or for the entire game. Mm. They just they just weren't making shots. Um, and like I said, for the majority of those shots, they were just wide-open shots. It just felt like, hey, the moment was caught up to them. And, and and the lights were a little too bright when they, somebody left the door open and the wind was gusting. But for whatever reason, they weren't able to hit wide open jumpers. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, like I said, I had what one field goal in the last twelve minutes, mm-hmm. and going into that, he twenty one points and fifteen rebounds. Apparently, he should have got the ball a little bit more. Even though he was fumbling the ball and 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 it looked like the guy has you know bad hands, it was just maybe the pressure of yeah, it, the defense they were playing. But you cannot mistake twenty one and fifteen without you know scoring with the, without you know getting a, a, a an offensive play call for you within the last minutes. That's awful. And, and I felt that, like I said, um, Purdue just failed to adjust. Failed to make adjustments. Um, there were moments in the game where FDU changed up their defense and applied more pressure or was sitting home on Eddie. And the guards and the wing players for Purdue failed to take advantage of driving lanes and um, opportunities, to, like I said before, hit open jumpers. They were, at one point, they had four guys sitting on Edie. And the ball was still out on the perimeter. And they basically dared Purdue, hey, make a jump shot. We'll stay here with the big guy. Yeah. Purdue never adjusted. Well, I I don't, I mean, someone who is 7'4", and they're building a wall, and they can't hit an open shot, there's no adjustment to it. They're just not that good. And that's the whole game plan is, you know, you're going to converge on the big man, um, he's going to jam up driving lanes anyway because of just his, his his height in general. You know what I mean? But they were able to get the initial pass in, and I thought if he repost, but no, hats off to the defensive call. They said, we're going to let you beat us from the outside, and they missed shots. And, and only reason why I say that with the guards is I felt, especially in the second half, there were opportunities to dribble drive, penetrate in, and do like a little scoop pass to Eddie once no, you got the because they were his hands are bad. Oh yeah, hands are bad. <laughs> that that's just way more of an advanced play. His reaction is not good. I mean, his the initial post pass to him is the best pass they have, and he has one dribble like most bigs at that time will have one dribble to make a jump sky hook or a turn face and but that's the reason why I love the tournament usually a turn and face is a charge because they're right under you so that's not just Matt Painter that's just the quintessential dominant big man in college sports when it comes to attorney anyway like it's not meant for those you know physical bohemists to dominate uh, the attorney I don't, I don't want to make it an intelligence factor, 
but no, just I kind of the yeah. Bengals have played. It just seems like you you see them being limited before it happens. I see charges and everything before anything happens when I'm watching a tournament. Yeah, I, I think historically, with the exception, I mean, you know, Olajuwon, Ewan, um, maybe the most recent Greg Oden, you pretty much need like a like a, a skilled big man. You know what I mean? Not not your textbook low post big man in the tournament. You know what I mean? And even those guys, it's mostly because of their def their defensive prowess is what really uh you know galvanated their teams to get that far. But yeah, I, I, yeah. All that Gary Towns, Anthony Davis. Yeah, and, and even in the Anthony Davis case, it was really him as a defensive player is really yeah. carry. You know, it was really what carry. So either you have to be like a like an all world defensive player, like performance, like Ewan, Lodge, and Anthony Davis, or a more skilled big man. You know, Ola, Ola as a UNLV fan and a Fat Five fan, it kills me. A Christian Leitner. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, Hills brought that up last night actually. You know, in a in a Discord group chat, we need a fifth. Shout out to this plug, <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, shout out to all our fifths out there. I'm joining us on the Discord discussion during March Madness. Um, you find a link on our uh, our Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, we are wherever you're watching this now. So, the links, the, the link will be in um the description. Join us all the whole entire tournament. We we in there. So if there's a game being played during March Madness, nine times out of ten, you're going to catch one of us in the Discord talking about the game and um, giving our thoughts on the tournament so far. Fellas, let me ask you this. Um, a lot of people, I know me and Pete were talking about this the other day, a lot of people have projected Eddie um, to go in the second round. Do you think that has changed because of this um, this game? Um, I, I think it confirmed that he'll be going into the second round. I was at the thought um, that he should be like a, a at least a first rounder. You know what I mean? I, mm. I thought, just seeing what he how he played in the uh, regular season, even knowing that a, a, a franchise would have to buy into having a low post player and committing your franchise to surround him with shooters and everything. But after this mm. performance, which wasn't horrible, but it really shows like. If if you're yeah. not committed to playing that way, he could get lost in the source, basically. Yeah, and he has, he's limited. Um, yeah. and, and and I think it's it's also unfair in a, in a sense to him because we have Wimbenyana coming out as well, and I think people, at least basketball heads, have Wimbenyana on the brain as far as seven footers that that are supposed to be lottery picks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I know for myself, I personally. When I'm thinking about Eddie in the in the NBA draft, I compare him to Wimbignana. and I'm saying, all right, um, how, how does he stack up? And that's why I'm I'm secure in the fact that he's probably in the second round. Yeah. Honestly, it's- I thought after last night game, he might. He, yeah, he might be G League right now. I don't know because, I mean, those are the type of guards that you're going to be dealing with in the NBA, those athletic, fast, quick guards that's annoying, sticking their hands into passing lanes. And he didn't show, like Hill was saying um, before, 
his hands. Oh my god. He ha- he has it, it. It looked like, especially in the second half, like he had bricks for hands, and he couldn't catch anything and couldn't hold on to anything. Um, and that's really concerning because I think that's part of the reason why he wasn't able to dominate SCU. You know, um, some of those passes he just couldn't catch. Yeah. Seven four. I mean, I I would try to personally. I I would try to get him in the first round. We talked about it yesterday. I know you guys are uh, probably anticipating GMs to go really low on him, and it's understandable if they 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 do. But they also went low on a player who he reminds me of actually right now, and that's the Joker. The Joker was a second round pick as well. Mm. Not seeing who he is right now. But who developed into? I mean, Joker wasn't like who he is now, and 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 Zach could, Zach could progress. You know, what I mean, there's no changing seven four and getting him into a good uh, institution uh, in the NBA and, and making something of it. And and you know, Joker is not. I mean, Zach's defense right now is better than Joker's. That's one. So he can. He can turn into something, I think, if he gets into a nice uh, organization. I'm hoping he gets a first round pick. I, I, I love the whole seven four um, mentality as it is, and I think he has a, a decent offensive package. If someone could get and and work with him, you can't substitute height. And I I, I haven't checked the thirty players, or 31, 32 players that could precede him, but. I'm going on a limb, and I think he's better than one of them. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Go ahead, Hill. I'm sorry. No, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't think that it, 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 it should hold him from being a first round pick. And I know the projections, but I got to see the other people and who and who they are. Let me ask you this, then, and, and I know this is on the spot question, and, and um. Hopefully you have an answer for me. Are there any NBA teams that you think could use a Zach Eddie? Um, every single one of them. Every every single one of them. Who, who needs them the most? Who, if, if if there was a is there a team that you say, hey, you my definitely should? Right my team right off the back, the Lakers. Okay. They, they, they need it. You know what I mean? Like, he has a. I'm stuck in between, and he's not better than either one of them, but I'm stuck in between Gobert at the least, Zubak in the middle, and Joker. I have I have decent expectations for, 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 for Eddie. You know what I mean? If he becomes a Zubak, that's really good. Zubak is a, a destruction on the offensive and defensive boards. And he has a good enough limited offensive package, which is physicality and dunking, which and Zach is just taller than him. If he can give me something like that, he'll be a monster. Zubak quietly is a monster for the Clippers. So, I mean, you don't need much. You just seem to be very good in your limitations. And that's destroy the boards. And be an offensive, I mean, be a, a, a factor down low, and, and that'll be good enough. But my team, I, Lakers, can use them. Pete, 
Same question to you. Is there a team out there that, hey, you think this team needs a, 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 a Eddie? They are, this is a, a roundabout answer. I think there are, but I don't think they, I don't think they know it. You know what I mean? Like mm. I think a, a lot of teams are okay with having a six nine center because that's just mm. the way the NBA is played. Um, that being said, I think Dallas and Toronto could use them because I feel like they really don't have a seven foot on on their roster of any significance, and I think that could help them. You know, help them a lot, but. Again, like I said earlier, the, the organization would have to commit to, you know, utilizing them correctly. And not just as a shot blocker to come in. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. I, I'm surprised you guys didn't mention Golden State, especially after the failed Wiseman experiment. And that's the reason you wouldn't want them oh, okay. the big fits there. It seems like it doesn't fit their program. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Just as skilled as well. I mean, you just don't want to plug a big man just to have a big man. I think they're a hybrid organization, and I think they need a decent runner. He, I mean, Wiseman offensively to me is better than Looney, but it's not yeah. close. Looney's a way better fit than James Wiseman. It just doesn't, you know, yeah. seem to work with that running style with Golden State. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I could see a couple of actually plays in this tournament. That would be better fits, more a better fit than Edie, uh, um, the kid from the kid from Indiana, mm -hmm. um, mm. and also um, I think it's a Flipowski. Forgive me if right. I mispronounce this wrong for Duke. Right. Um, you know, I, I think those guys would be better fits for Golden State. Yeah, because okay. you really just want like a loony type of player. You really, you know, you, you, we're, we're not posting up Edie if you're Golden State. You, we're not we're not waiting around for that. You never want to make the make you never want to make the the nuclear cardinal mistake of passing up on Wimbenyama, but his career is gonna just erode in Houston. Mm -hmm. I mean, Edie would be better in Houston, mm -hmm. but you could never justify picking Zach Edie over Wimbenyama down there with those guys. Like that, that's a place where they should start. Like he would be good in San Antonio, but you can't. This is generational talent that you're looking at. William is just not going to happen, but I can see him on a, a, a slew of teams. He's a he's a pop specialty. Mm -hmm. If they actually got it, had a decent coach and ran organization, he would be a Houston, especially following after yeah. you know Dream and and, and uh, yeah. yeah, that would have been perfect for him. But like you said, that organization, yeah, is I, 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 now. I yeah, I agree with San Antonio. If I'm a draft pick, I, I pray I don't go to Houston. Yeah, no one does. No one, like I said, you need a coach and a whole organization, Enema. But it, with, with the talent surrounding him, and he wouldn't need as much touches. That is, you know, he's he's taller than Singoon, and then he would be more, you know, of a presence down low and cleanup man on the boards. I and so as he to me, he fits with quite a few NBA teams. Um, talked about. Purdue and the massive upset. Hey guys, let us know where do you rank this Purdue upset? Is it the historic upset that we're talking about? Let us know. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit that notification button so you know when the next video is coming out. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. 
and you can email us directly at we need the fifth at gmail.com. Fellas, Purdue work wasn't the only upset of the first round. You had another um you had a couple of teams out there that massive upsets. Arizona upset um was upset it. Yeah, Memphis, even though I, I had them losing in the first round on my bracket, Memphis was upset. Um, you also had Texas A&M, who uh, was upset by Penn State. I did not see that coming. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't even know it. Purdue was such a big upset for me that these other upsets kind of fell by the wayside outside of the Arizona because that came up first. Um, but where, where are you guys at with these upsets? How how surprised? So on a scale of 1 to 10, you know, 10 being oh, <laughs> you know, um, I didn't see this coming, or uh, zero, this was expected. With Arizona, I had them – I believe going to the Sweet 16 at the very least. Um, where, where, where were you guys at with Arizona? Yeah, I, I actually had Arizona going to the Sweet 16 also, but as we, we and Hill discussed, like I just, I just didn't. It was more because of who they were playing. I didn't believe in who they were playing, but they just, they just, whatever it is, they clearly didn't have it. I saw them like in the. The Pac-12 tournament, and even mm-hmm. when they were winning, you were, I was just underwhelmed by the by the team. I mean, that's the Pac-12 in general. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I have, I have more faith in the Big Sky, Mountain West. You know what I mean? Pac-10 <laughs> is just so laissez-faire in how they play basketball. Again, over talented players in there from yeah, you know, we don't have to name them, but they just tend to not make runs deep from the. I mean, a Sweet 16 run for a Pac-10 team. Pac-10 team is an impressive run for me. They just come up short all the time. Mm-hmm. But I can't dismiss the fact that Arizona, you know, I just seem to can't get it right. I mean, it, God rest Olsen, you know what I mean? He just knew how to coach. Yeah. Um, Want to get to, to uh, a team that you bo- both pretty much favor or, or were um, fans of this season, uh, Memphis with Penny mm-hmm. Hardaway. I wasn't convinced that the team was mature enough to make a, a, a substantial run in, in the tournament. And I felt that uh, older team might have had their way with this squad. Um, that's why I picked them to lose in the first round. But you guys had them going a little bit further ahead. Were you guys surprised by the loss? I, I know it's the last second, you know, buzzer beetle type loss, but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just saw them decimate Houston squad. Um, I don't, I, I can't say so much for me immaturity. I, I, I just think it was just a, a fact of, of overconfidence and just really people not taking their opposition that serious. You. you Mm-hmm. You you see when they're down four or five, I I tend to get nervous. I don't care what time it is, and inside a tournament game with when it comes to upsets, they feel that 
their superior talent is always going to override. And I'm always thinking mm -hmm. danger zone because I've watched so many tournaments to know that each possession is crucial. And I think that's where the favorites need to instruct their players on. Like they should really think of each basket being, you know, uh, for lack of a better term, a life or death situation. And these small, small teams and tend to know that and they have nothing to lose. So everything, I mean, you, have, you get to play free. Um, you're going to have a little bit of leniency to me with the zebras. So, you know, David Thor is going to have an upper edge going into these, to these, uh, these tournaments. And then you just see the pressing of athleticism in terms usually turns into turnover, sloppy play, offensive fouls because you're pressing, you're thinking that win should be yours. And I, I just don't know how to go into these games prepping for these, you know, these smaller schools. I, I see it all the time. You know what I mean? Uh, but it was disappointing with 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 you know they they played for things like they couldn't just pull away. I I I mean the the batters had it at a close, you know, two and a half, then it went to two. So they apparently know way more than than I did. But I thought that the way they played with Houston and Davis getting hurt, I I don't know. I mean, shout out to uh Florida Atlantic, Florida Atlantic too, though. I mean, they, they do play people, so it's not like Memphis was, you know, in there with some, you know, some bombs or anything of that nature. But mm -hmm. I was expecting them to win this, and then you know, have this catapult them at least to a Sweet Sixteen, maybe Elite Eight run. And, and speaking of Houston, um, I think part of the reason why I kind of discounted the Memphis. Um, win over them in their conference championship is that I know Houston's um one of their main guards, I, I believe Sasser. Mm -hmm. He got he got hurt during that game. Um so that's where I kind of like gave Houston the benefit of the doubt more so than Memphis in the sense that I felt that um Sasser's um not being able to complete that game made it so that hey Memphis could beat them in the conference championship. I feel like if Houston was um completely healthy, I don't think Memphis would have been beat beating them. Beaten, yes, not mauled. They were mauled. You know what I'm saying? Sass yeah, Sass not being there is a different sure, but they lost, you know, they were plus twenty. And I, I think for Houston for this Houston team, Sasser is that important. But we'll see. We'll see the today. Uh, I think tonight. I think they play Auburn tonight, Houston, in the second right. round. I, 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 and I, I think, think Sasser's going to be out. Right, and, and, and he should be. But I think going into that game, I think he was hurt going into that game, though. I think he had a great injury going into that game. And, and I think, like like I said, he for me. Right into that. That's for it. me. Me, that, that you know what I'm saying? Samson has a good team. Houston's been like they they play games going up to that game without him. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it happens. You throw up a clunker. It's like for being for him not being there, they did make the conference championship game. Okay. You know what I mean? So it's not like if he if he is that person, they should have got knocked out in the first round of that team. They have a good team. I mean, they they almost did. 
I mean, because if, if just by definition, if he's that, they shouldn't even made it to the conference championship game. And I think there's still a, a you know, an overall number one. So, but listen, we'll 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 see. Yeah. It's, 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 I mean, it's not like this is the the Jimmy Jackson of of of, of that team. I mean, I, I he's 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 pretty good. Okay. Okay. Like I said, we'll see. Um, second <laughs> round, I, I think he's going to be sitting down. Um, he aggravated his injury in the first round trying to play with them. Um, right. They were they were able to um pull it out, and now he got or now they got Orban, and um, we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he should have sat out the first two games, assuming I thought that they were that good of a team that they should be at least at least to make the Sweet Sixteen. Um. Let's start predicting the next round. Mm. Who do you like um to go to the to to um come out the second round? Uh, right now, let let's start in the let's say um let's start with the Midwest. It says we already started with Houston. Do you what do you guys think about Houston Auburn matchup? Um, I, I think they're, they're similar teams actually, but I, I, mm-hmm. I'll go with, I'll go with Houston on that one. I just think they're deeper. Hill, yeah, I mean, uh, like I, I have Houston. I had Houston with or without Sasser coming out that bracket, and I'm gonna stick to it. And I mean, I'm gonna stick to my brackets. Um, knowing him going in to the fact that they have a good team. Mm-hmm. I got them coming out, and that in general it should be a, a struggle. But I, I got to stick with my original pick. I'm not going to waive him. You know, I, I I knew he was hurt for a while. Okay. And what's gonna call it? I think I had Houston losing in the second round, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. So and I think I still I, I think I must stick with that. Two Auburn. Uh, yeah, I, I I stick with with Auburn, but um, I actually had <laughs> Iowa coming out of that, out of that um matchup with Auburn. So, um, it would have been, yeah, okay. would have been yeah Iowa. Um, but uh, so I I switch it to Auburn. I think um, Sasser's injury is gonna gonna be a bigger difference than anybody realizes. The next um, matchup in that in that that region is Miami versus Indiana. Yeah, it's one that I actually got right. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm feeling kind of strong now. You know what I mean? So um, <laughs> yeah, I, I had I got Indiana um, advancing to the Sweet Sixteen. I'm gonna stick with it. Yeah, I got Indiana going to that round too. Yeah, that's that's that was chalk for me. I had them going, you know, sweet sixteen. And uh, the next one I see is Pitt Xavier. Let's see, I got this one right as well too. Oh, I got yeah, uh, I got Xavier. 
Yeah, I can't say that, but I, I, I did pick Xavier to beat Iowa State. Yeah, <laughs> so, me too. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a row with Xavier just to, you know, make myself look good. It's very, yeah, you, you know. know. You know. I, I want to say bus, P. I want to say yeah. bus. <laughs> you know, make, make me look good, Xavier. Make me look good. Shout out to my man, Capel, with Pittsburgh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do a but good job out there. You know what I mean? That's what had me leaning towards them um, winning. But, uh, yeah, I, I have this one like this. I have them losing this round, though, to Xavier. Uh, next game, Penn State, Texas. <sighs> Same thing. Um, I actually struggled because I saw Texas A&M play and Penn State. I, I believe they both made the final game of their conference mm-hmm. tournament. And I, mm-hmm. they, they both look solid to me. I, you know, yeah. That being said, I picked Texas A&M, A&M and I was wrong. So I, well, I did take... Right? Texas A&M won. What, the... They, uh, they played Penn State. Yeah, they t- played Penn State. Yeah, oh. Penn State, nah, Penn State won. Yeah. Penn State won. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I like that by uh, a little. <laughs> I, I, I forgot to sing his name. He reminds me of Dinwiddie, but he's a pretty good player. Uh, but I picked t- Texas to go to the Sweet 16. Again, <laughs> make me look good, Texas. And, and P, I want to say bus yeah. again. Um, I had picked Texas A&M. Uh, I felt the SEC was a, a stronger conference. That's what I went with. Um, but I also had Texas um, going forward after this round, so like I said, Texas. <laughs> yeah. Hill, <laughs> so what about you? Yeah, I think I have, I have to check my brackets. I'm, I think I might have the, the horns uh, playing Houston. Okay. 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 All right. Now let's go to the Western uh, region. That first game is Kansas, Arkansas. Rock shot. Yeah. Little spoiler, I, I I don't have Rock Shock losing for a while. When I mean for a while, I mean never. I, I got them playing in April, actually, too. I don't have to win in April, but I got to play in April also, Hill. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. so I got them over. Actually, this is this is looking good because I got both of them playing and I have Kansas advancing. Arkansas is pretty talented, but I like that kid Wilson mm-hmm. from Kansas. I like that kid from um, Wilson from Kansas. Solid player. So, yeah. Um, the next one is St. Mary's and UConn. I had the St. Mary's versus Iona. I thought the upset would come through, but um, mm. shout out to Hurley. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he drugged. I mean, drugged Patino. Pretty Ricky's what they call him. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go with um. I'm gonna go with St. Mary's versus Kansas on this one. Okay. Oh, all right. Um, I think yeah. I, uh, I have Utah for this one, if I'm not mistaken. I would think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. I got. I have UConn No matter also. fact. Matter of fact. Matter of fact. I'm I'm lying because because I'm looking at my 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 bracket now, <laughs> and I have St. Mary's. I I went with the Hill Special. Yeah. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah, I have St. Mary's um, um, pulling up the upset from this one as well. Well, I had UConn beating VCU, so again, go Huskies. <laughs> go Huskies. Um, the next one, TCU Gonzaga. 
Oh, let me just quickly. I got both of them. Haven't seen either one of them play a game. I just went with Gonzaga over TCU. Oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Frogs are playing good basketball. Um, but I'm going with the Zags on this one. Yeah. I, I, I got my VIP ticket already, P. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with the Zags. It's a 3P right here. Uh, all, right. all right. Three in a row. Um, next up in, in the West is Northwestern UCLA. I got this one right. I reluctantly got UCLA. Yeah, me too. Beating Northwestern. You know, not a Pac-12 guy myself, but I, I think they have enough to beat Northwestern. Right. After the, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm going for UCLA. You know, you know my West Coast bias. That's going to crumble at any moment, but UNC Asheville ran into that 33-point drug, and so <laughs> UCLA I have coming out uh, being into the Sweet 16. I got UCLA moving on to the next round as well. Mm -hmm. Let's go over to the Eastern bracket. I'll start at the bottom of the bracket. Uh, Michigan State, Marquette. Oof. Mm. I had both of these guys playing. I, I went with Shaka. <laughs> I went with Shaka. Marquette advancing. Yeah. Yes. yes. I went, I went against I went against the fold. I went with Izzo. Michigan State makes it to the next round. Can't, can't, be, mad can't be mad. I didn't, have, I didn't have Michigan State coming out the first round. Yeah, and I just, again, didn't see Michigan State. They have Izzo. I said, he's good for at least one game. Yeah. That, that was it. Like, yeah, that was it. Michigan's uh, winning that game. Uh, next game in that bracket is Kentucky, Kansas State. Uh, uh, the battle of I, Patino, I guess what was first round of battle of Patino teams in Kentucky and Providence and, and, and know what I actually had Providence pulling up an upset on Kentucky I don't believe in Kentucky honestly more so Cal hmm. Let, let's be fair more so Cal and it's his coaching team I mean Kentucky has a good team down there we just don't touch Cal hmm. um I got Kentucky uh, versus Kansas State, and I now feel Kentucky should win that game. Okay, P. Likewise. I have Kansas State mm -hmm. moving on. Uh, next, we're going up into – next one is Duke, Tennessee. He never uh, played against Duke in these moments making a Sweet 16. With that being said, I'm going to take the balls. Mm. Just a different Duke team. Yeah, this this bracket is clean so far. I got Duke, I got Duke over Tennessee. Yeah, I have Duke over Tennessee as well. And I now, think this is, we all got the next one right. And this oh, is this why is I, this is why I said the bracket is clean so far. Because this now it's it yeah, filthy. <laughs> FDU versus FAU. <laughs> I had FAU there, but I did not have FDU. <laughs> who, who, who do we think is going forward? I was upset Memphis got the eight seeds. I thought this was the hardest second round uh, matchup to pick. Right. Lucky me. Now I don't have to pick it. Um... <laughs> 
Flip a coin. You know what? I go Freddie Dickerson. Jersey. Yeah, just because of Jersey. But shout out to Florida Atlantic. I'm I'm looking. They only lost three games the whole the whole year. They're not used to losing games. But uh, yeah. Jersey. Yeah, I go my bias too. I'm gonna go with FDU as well. <laughs> and know what? I'm gonna be the contrarian of the group. I'm going FAU. Okay. P, you sold me as soon as you told me that they didn't lose uh, more than three yeah. games this year. Yeah. And FDU, I think they they've lost like fifteen games this year. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm gonna go with the the team that's used to winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's now let's go up to the south southern bracket, and this is where it gets messy again. Uh, we're gonna start at the bottom of the bracket. So that'd be Missouri versus Princeton. Who saw that coming? I'm gonna stay consistent. I'm gonna show I'm gonna show my neighbors some love. I'm gonna show Jersey love. I had I had this as a Missouri Arizona game. So yeah, me too. Oh um, my god, I'm, I'm gonna go with Princeton. Hill, where you at? Yeah, I'm gonna go down with the slowdown basketball too. Something is especially me. Knock off Arizona. You gotta be doing something right. We'll go with the Tigers. And I think I'm gonna have to be contrarian again, man. Um, I I I just think Arizona played terribly, and um, Princeton was able to take advantage of that. I don't know if they get to do that again uh, against Missouri. Um, I think Missouri moves forward. The mm. Cinderella story stops for Princeton now. And plus, I'm kind of pissed that they they um, beat out my Arizona team that I had going to to at least the Sweet Sixteen. Um, the next matchup is Creighton versus Baylor. Mm. This is another one that messed up my bracket. Yeah, I had Baylor going to this NC State and Baylor advancing, so I'm just I'm going with Baylor. I'm going with Baylor. I got a VIP P ticket for that bus ride, P. Mm-hmm. I had the same thing. Um, NC State versus Baylor uh, um, with Baylor advancing. So I'm going to stay with Baylor. Bill, where you at? Yeah, I mean, seem to be within the last four years, you know, somewhat, you know, powerhouses, the Bears have been consistent. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go with the, the, the Bears again. Just like you guys. And have a good team and, and very well coached. And the next matchup is kind of unfair. I hope that nobody's watching the game right now. But knowing us, we're probably all watching this game. San Diego State versus Furman. I, w- I would have I would have picked us versus Furman, to be fair. No, <laughs> my small team bias. Um, San Diego State right now is literally drugging them. Mm. Just a hedge yeah. out, but I would have I would have chose San Diego State anyway. Yeah, um, like you were saying earlier in the show, Hill. Like sometimes the novices uh, get it right with the people who watch it and get it wrong. I was going to pick. I had San Diego State at Van. I would have picked San Diego State because I thought Fisher was there. Apparently, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's the reason I would have picked San Diego State, but yeah, 
we already know we already you know we already know the end of the movie so yeah San Diego State yeah moving on to the next matchup Alabama Maryland um this is the one I actually love I think watching the Alabama game they just have an abundance of riches um like the top-notch team in the tournament for me that guy came off the bench and like three three consecutive threes um, besides their regular wiry, like type front lineups, you know, it's like everyone out there seems like to be a Scotty Barnes type length. Mm. Um, I feel that's a, that's I, a good comparison. Peace pick, I'll, I'll hedge my best and say peace pick, but Alabama's a little scary for me with KU. So um, I see. Them and not having any type of resistance this tournament, hopefully until they reach Kansas, if we make it. But they are so dominant in this tournament. I think um, it's a clean sweep. I think everybody yeah. here has I, Alabama moving forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't Bobby Huggins, but shocker, Huggins lost early. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't, I don't, I don't want to rush out our selections for the third round. I want to kind of let it take place, um, mm -hmm. and save something for the next show. Mm -hmm. But and let's start talking about um the women's bracket. I know for the most part, the women's bracket has been pretty much chalk. Everybody mm -hmm. that's supposed to win has won, with the exception of NC State. Um, they lost uh, to Princeton, as I, I talked about at the top of the show. Um, are you guys looking at any um, women's games? Have has my campaign to get you guys more invested in women's basketball been paying off, or what? I don't think um, I'll be invested to the final four. To be honest, okay. And that's that's that's. It's not nothing too much to do with the bias of women's basketball. I mean, I'm watching it so much, to be fair. Like he said, like, I wasn't really invested into the men's NCAA tournament um, within the last few years. It's just me catching a few games, having nostalgia of watching basketball at 12, 12, 15 has me locked in. Just so happens the content has been able to catch me. Hey, guys. On social media, let us know your experience watching the March back. In this tournament, men's and women's basketball tournaments, um, hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit that notification button so you know when the next video is coming out. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. And you can hit us up directly at we need the fifth at gmail.com. Fellas, I, I all. I almost feel bad even asking this question because I think I know what the answer is. But what's on the radar? Really? <laughs> um, I, I'll, I'll I'll narrow it down and say uh, Houston, Auburn, Kansas, Arkansas. Those those are the two games today that I'm really looking forward to. I'm locked into like all the games. You know what I mean? I probably yeah. I miss San Diego State firmly because we're recording. I would have watched that. <laughs> like I'm all into this tournament right now. So yeah, that's that's what's on my radar specifically. Hey, what's on your radar, man? 
NCAA leading me up to, as you can see in the background, hopefully we don't do some piracy <laughs> issues. Um, UFC 286, uh, Leon Edwards and Kamar Usman, part three. So uh, for my UFC fans, that's a huge fight that's going to be uh, going on tonight. And I, I, I'm going to make it a trifecta. I think NCAA tournament, both men's and women's, um, I'm interested to watch all the games I can possibly watch today. So I'm going to be locked in today. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they just have the best product on the market. And shout out to, um, let's say shout out to, to Nance, to Grand Hill, to Harlan. Um, yeah. Raftery. They bring these games and bring that energy into these games. I mean, you couldn't have a better package of uh, commentators, color analysts that they have for this game. They have, they just, and so they have, has, it, has it right. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. have been doing the games. I've been excited with the product as well as how the games were being called. So, um, yeah. which makes it a very fun watch. Yeah, um, definitely, definitely. It, this is an exciting time of the year. Um, like I said, with the NCAA tournament, March Madness, um, being truly mad <laughs> for, for intents and purposes. Plus, we have the um, ending of the NBA season going into um, playoffs. So this is a really exciting time of year for basketball fans. Um, so definitely load up, watch up. We're watching. And um, to all our fans and fish, hey, let's don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Don't forget to drop the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. And hit us up, social media. We out there, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, we have the Discord link in the um, description below. You can hit us up on Discord whenever there's a game playing for the uh, March Madness tournaments. We'll be um, in the Discord sharing our opinion on the games and on the tournament thus far. So, hey, reach out to us. We want to hear from you guys. Fellas, anything else? Rest in peace, Lance. Yes. Monday. Definitely. And rest in peace to Lakers if AD is going to play like that. <laughs> yeah, this is a clip of the internet. This this um good looking guy that's saying that they were done, but you know, I could check it out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I kid, I kid. Ah, oh, man. Tough, 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 tough sequence. Tough sequence, AD. Tough sequence. Yeah, yeah. Let me see y'all in that Discord. I, I, I need to chat yeah. it up. We need a Discord. We need, we need to teach you people. Some 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 people in there. Hey. <laughs> Later, y'all. OJ Hawks. Until they play Alabama. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Peace. Peace.